Hello, welcome to my show. This is some sort of show that I haven't named yet. I haven't decided what it is yet or anything. I just start talking when I press record shortly after then. Hello, my name is Rich. Welcome to my time on the internet or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, this is episode two of me working my way back to work. For those of you who need a recap on last week's adventure, not a lot happened, basically. Um, as I record this, I haven't released what I recorded last week because I, I didn't know whether it was worth releasing or not. Um, I'm still sort of getting used to talking again and doing all this stuff. This is, this is week two. So that, that indicates some sort of regularity, doesn't it? Uh, dear, I'm all sighing at the moment. Sorry. Um, I'm not, I don't wish to be overtly down at all. By all accounts, today seems to have been a pretty good day around the world. Uh, lots of fun things seem to have happened. Uh, Gorian will build a house. There we go. That's that's the thing. Um, oh, yeah, there was the... Uh, I suppose I should mention the marriage equality thing in America. Well done there. Um, I've been kind of wanting to comment and not comment on that all day. I have a problem with it in that I have nothing to offer... Uh, any sort of opinion about it. I am very happy for these people that they get to do what they want. I'm not talking about the issue of marriage equality. I'm on board with that. What I'm talking about is I was looking through f Twitter and Facebook and all kinds of things, and there was just sort of, there was kind of like a pattern to everybody's message that they posted, and I didn't want to just post something meaningless and go, yeah, it's a great thing that's happened, and love is a good thing, and hate is a bad thing, and then they all end up with a, oh, but racism, and uh, that sort of thing. And it's all very true and very poignant, but I didn't really have anything to offer the conversation whatsoever. I don't suppose today's the day for conversation about it. Is It's done with now. In America, at least. it's It's done with. And I'm interested to see... Actually, going forward, how this is going to affect other countries around the world. Uh, they are now more progressive in America than in a lot of places in that sense. And so, you know, that might spur them on as such. I'm, I'm wheezing here. Hang on. <coughs> I always wonder, should I actually cut coughs out? Ten years of podcasting, I haven't got a fucking clue. I kind of figure, like, it's a real thing. It happened, I cough. We're going to have to deal with it and move on. If you were talking to me in real life, I would have coughed right then. You know? Um, see, when are in the chat room, you can come be in the chat room, by the way, Friday nights at midnight. I was pleased to see that something that should never have been a problem is now not a problem. I'm on board with you there, sir. Um, my message about all of issues of equality, uh, whether they re relate to gay people or women or people of colour or any form of discrimination whatsoever. Uh, the the message uh, that I have about it all, and I've said this time and time again, you'll have heard me say this if you listen to Do Ask, Do Tell. Uh, this is kind of like the key to solving all problems of discrimination and, and stuff like that, is basically just leave people the fuck alone, would you? right? Just deal with your own shit. If you've got time to care about what other people are doing in their personal lives, then I envy you. Uh, 
I really do, because I, I haven't got time to care about such things. I don't care about who somebody marries. Why would I want to stop them being happy? That takes effort from me. Leave people the fuck alone. Deal with deal with your own shit. Maybe just help people. Just do positive things. Right? Don't get too upset about issues that don't affect you. That's That's the key to it all. Why would you be a dick to somebody? Just stop being a dick to people. That have solved all, all problems of discrimination and hate across the globe. Now we can all live in peace and harmony. I joke, but that's that's kind of true, isn't it? If everybody just stopped being a dick to everybody else, that really is every problem sorted. So think about that the next time you're thinking about being a dick to somebody. I feel I've just improved everybody. I'm sorry if you don't feel that way, um, but don't be a dick to me about it, and we'll all get on just fine, won't we? That's, you see, it works. It works. Speaking of working, tenuous link, uh, I have been, as as you're, well, you're hearing me, but this is only a little part of my job. Uh, this is just the talking part. I also have the... Bit where I make it so you can hear what I, I'm not being very clear at all. I do the website, okay? Th- that's the kind of the presenting the work. And I, I've been banging on about this for a couple of weeks on various shows, and including this one last week, if that was a thing that you'll ever hear. Um, I've been talking about the redesign, rebuilding of the website of simplysyndicated.com, of simply everything, uh, things that go with it. Android people, I have not forgotten you, and I, I am so sorry that I am unable to provide you with an app at this time, but trust me, it is keeping me awake at night to find some sort of solution that I am technically able to provide you with as a very limited coder and programmer and someone who cannot make an Android app of any description. That's really my only barrier there. Otherwise, I'd get you one. But I'm re- I'm rebuilding the website, and I'm kind of in the early sort of playing around uh, stages. I have some concepts that I'm working on at the moment, you know, a few things that, uh, just trying out a few looks, a few ideas, just seeing how I can lay it out and that sort of thing. And I, I kind of feel like it's coming along nicely. I'm settling on a theme. If you have a look on my Twitter, uh, which is tech support rich or on my Instagram, which is also tech support rich. Honestly, if you're looking for me online, tech support rich is, is pretty much it except Yahoo. I, I don't know why it won't give me that one. It says there are anyway. Um, I've been posting some pictures online. I'm interested in feedback. Certainly, always happy to hear feedback because there's some controversy already over the shade of blue that I'm using for the background. Uh, You might roll your eyes at that. I'm sorry, but I've really started to care about such things. I, I don't know what to tell you. I've started doing things like choosing fonts. Think that blows my mind. I used to you to choose a font. You just sort of, I don't know, uh, do put the text in that you want and then choose a font that you felt looked nice. And I never really gave much thought to uh, things like why a font looks good or anything like that. And uh, now I'm starting to. I must admit, I'm quite inspired by Adobe products at the moment. They give me uh, the ability to do all kinds of things that I find myself wanting to do 
just because I can. And this new design stuff is part of it. Am I still on topic of any kind? I'm, I'm aware that I'm rambling. I have been asked a question by the chat room before the show started, which I will cover. It's, it's not a big one, so I'll just tell you. Um, I was asked, will Jason and I ever be doing Remastered again? For those of you who don't know, Remastered was a show that I did with my friend Jason a while ago. I'm, I, that was the pause there. I was actually trying to figure out when the last episode of Remastered came out. I'm going to the webpage now. It was... Oh, at the end of 2013. Somewhere around that. Ah, uh, yeah, we tried to do a... Se- oh, did we start season two? We did. We did four episodes of it. Things from our childhood, Batman and VHS tapes we wore out. Anyway, yeah, Remastered was a show uh, that Jason and I made where we talked about sort of stuff from the 80s, childhood things. We also mixed in a few sort of US versus UK things, scenarios that we enjoyed talking about. It was great to see how our, our childhoods varied and yet was the same in different continents, thousands of miles apart. Um, We did, what have we got? We've got 29 episodes in season one. These are all available either to buy or listen to on Simply Everything, simplysyndicated.com slash show slash remastered. It was a great fun show to do. So 29 episodes in season one, four episodes in season two, because we just stopped doing it. We didn't just stop doing it, actually. It became Remote Patrol which is an awesome show and currently running also on Simply Syndicated. Then we've got, we're in the middle of an X-Files run. I've got another one of those to post uh, shortly afterwards. Um, will we be doing it again? Uh, probably. I would imagine so at some point. Uh, it has been a while since we did anything, though, hasn't it? I had no idea. It kind of got away with us. Away from us, not with us. Uh, in, in all honesty podcasting with Jason was kind of held up because he had two children uh, at the same time at the same time as having a third child already there so I suppose, no that was the first child so two and three came along at the same time which must have been hell on earth I can't imagine that to be honest with you I think he kind of didn't sleep for a year at least Um, and so you can't, you kind of can't blame the guy for not being able to do constant podcasting uh, along with a day job as well which by all accounts is is also quite nightmarish uh, but that's the newspaper biz for you uh, so I don't see why we wouldn't ever bring the show back we don't run it forever we don't run remote patrol forever it just runs in seasons so we will get to the end of a season of remote patrol and may well just pick up with remastered there's no reason not to we rarely cancel shows to be honest with you we I mean, if a show's got legs to begin with, they're kind of designed in mind to almost run indefinitely. When there is, when there's something that comes out that isn't going to run indefinitely, you'll be told in, in, in the first, in the beginning. <coughs> I mean, like Ray Guns and Go Go Boots. That's a very sporadic show because it takes us a lot of time to get through. You know, we're watching whole seasons of shows, um, and it's kind of like a an ancillary podcast for both of us. It, it just sticks on. And uh, I actually have another one of those ready to go for you as well. Um, totally lost my train of thought there. Sorry. Read the chat room. It just throws me. I need to not look at things with text on when I 
do shows. This is becoming a common theme. I wonder if it's related to my age. As I get older, I'm becoming more forgetful. I'm actually, well, maybe I just don't care. I think that that is definitely happening. All you youngins out there, I'll tell you, as you get older, you'll give less of a shit. You think you hate things now? You think you hate things now? Oh, wait. Just wait. You might become an optimistic person, but I, I don't see how you can be when society beats you down in the way that it does. Of course you're miserable. Of course you hate everything. Look, it's not just because you're a teenager. I'm 36 and I hate everything. And now everything hates me because I'm old. Life's just quite depressing. I've, I've just come on to tell you depressing things tonight. I, I don't know what else to say. I just, you know, and I have been feeling much better. I haven't posted on my blog for a, a little while. Have you looked at the optimistic depressive? I laugh at calling myself an optimistic depressive right now. Um, when did I do something? A week ago. Oh, I need to put something on here. I've been posting spot, uh, tracks from Spotify, which is quite fun. I may post some more of those. I've actually been working on a playlist of sort of just music that you can't feel bad to, uh, which is stuff that I like quite a lot. Um, you know, it kind of transcends genre and age and that sort of thing. I have said time and time again, you cannot feel bad and listen to James Brown singing Get Up Off of That Thing. And I don't care what you're into or how old you are or anything like that. It's just physically impossible. And so I kind of want to put together a, a Spotify playlist of this stuff. I briefly tried Google Music last weekend as well. Didn't like it. So Spotify playlist it is. And I put something together. I'm looking forward to the launch of Apple Music. When is it coming out? Was it the 30th? I feel compelled to go and look it up now. But then I get excited about so many silly things. You know, is it is it silly to get excited about an Apple Music service? I just like trying new things, I think. Um, it actually doesn't say on the website. 24-7 radio. Coming, it just says coming soon. I thought it was the end of this month anyway. Yeah, sorry for the silence, I'm just reading. This is a very uh, animated website they've put together with lots of depth of field stuff. It's pretty nice. Uh, but I can't find when Apple Music is coming. That's way off topic again. Uh, this is just that random stream of consciousness stuff, isn't it, that we've all heard about. Uh, now, as I said last week, I do intend to sort of do this every week. And it's really pushing me. You know, this stuff's hard. I I was reading a, an article earlier this week about how podcasting is harder than you think. Um, I feel compelled to look that up. No, no, no. Bear with me while I search for things. This is the problem again with not podcasting with another person. Because this is where you'd like, uh, just let someone else start talking. No, can't find it, doesn't matter. Um, podcasting's hard. 
and doing it on your own is even harder. It, it can be easier in ways. There are things I could do to make my life easier as a solo podcaster. I could write everything down. I could plan everything out, but that's not how I've worked. It's never how I've worked. I, I don't know why that is. Laziness, probably. That's that's a fair thing to assume. Um, normally when you podcast with more than one person, regardless of the topic that you're covering, it's easier than not. It's just so much easier to have a conversation with someone. It spurs you on. It drags you in new directions, that sort of thing. You know what it's like having a conversation with someone. When I'm doing this on my own, it's so much harder because we we sort of we are existing entirely in my brain space right now i kind of just switch off any consciousness and allow to come out whatever there is is coming out and you enable that really i joke but i'm serious when i say this is therapy for me so you elect to download this mp3 file and play it and listen to it perhaps in your car perhaps on your headphones and you you come into my headspace with me it's a very odd sort of experience and i've always treated this solo podcasting i've always seen it as this is sort of the extreme edge of podcasting that sounds terrible doesn't it i mean like if if, if podcasting was your entire life then this is base jumping this is this is the extreme sport of podcasting Every other form of podcasting is easier than what I'm doing right now. I could script this. I could write it down and read it out. You know what that sounds like. Go and check out my SoundCloud profile. Guess what the address is? SoundCloud.com slash tech support rich. Go and listen to that and you can hear blog posts that I've written down and read. It doesn't sound quite like this, but it's the sound of my voice reading and it's, you know, it's worth what it's worth. You can get other people in. You can plan topics. You could have an agenda of things to cover. We do that with Take It or Leave It sometimes or uh, Do Ask, Do Tell. We've actually abandoned it for Take It or Leave It the more I think about it. Do you know, we used to sort of just pick news stories from throughout the week. Uh, we even had a Flipboard magazine at one point that people were following. And then we sort of stopped and just realized that you could just load up the version in Gadget and scroll back through the week's news and just pick out anything that looked interesting when you felt like talking about it. And that's kind of what it's become. We read the Verge to you. Now we add opinion and stuff, obviously. But all of that is easier than this. Um, but I've always enjoyed doing it. There's no preparation here. There's no audience feedback that's in any way immediate i don't know if, you, if you're even listening i just know you're there i know you download this i don't know what in, uh, what attention you pay to me or why you do that but we've had this relationship for 10 years and it's it's been good so far it works out well for me and i think do you know what i think by being open and honest with you guys about everything which is something I've never really had a problem with. It kind of helps you understand. And I think that people get less annoyed with me and less frustrated with various things because they understand, because I've been open, because I'm not ever presented as some sort of infallible otherworldly celebrity. There's nothing special about me. I'm no better than anybody else. I'm totally a mess, just struggling. And I think that if I make that very clear, 
which it's hard not to, then people kind of understand when things go off the deep end. So now I'm back and I'm solo podcasting for a bit. It feels good. It genuinely feels good. It's a great feeling to just talk, to just get it out, to just, you know, shoot the shit, so to speak. And I can do whatever I want here, which is always good fun. Do you know what? Speaking of doing whatever I want, do you know, I did, I, I, I never mentioned this. I have the the Skype line open. If anyone ever wants to call, you, you, you can do. The, the phone numbers that are actually on the live webpage, simplysyndicated.com slash radio for the next week when you come and listen live at midnight on Friday, those phone numbers on the page are current and correct. You can call them and you'll get through to me and you'll be on this show. And I'm quite prepared for people to call in. Uh, I, th- I, don't know if that, I don't know if I'm actively encouraging it. You know, I, I don't know if I'm saying please call in. I certainly don't like making shows that hinge on having to have people call in. And so I wasn't really going to jump right into one. But do you know what? I, I, I'm always happy to talk to people. Is what it is. I kind of... <laughs> I did, do you know what? This kind of spills out into how I see doing this. It, it's sort of the feeling of... When I talk about being more open and honest, in addition to that, there's sort of greater accessibility. You have a great deal of access to me on a personal level, you know, as a, as a general audience. And I know I know some of you. I know, I, you know, I've made some great th- friends through this audience. But, <coughs> you know, we, we have this connection. I'm getting a call. Hello. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, Rich. Uh, this is just uh, C. Windsor from the chat room. Nice to speak to you, sir. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I was just kind of waiting for you to say that it was okay to call in. I just didn't want to just burst in without you at least saying something. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, it's good to hear from you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Um, I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I just want to bring in, basically because I have been following your blog and... Um, I've been following Simply Syndicated probably since about 2007. And I just want to say how much I love everything that you have done, including Will, uh, Mike, Allison, basically everyone who's been involved. And that's, I love that it's still going. And I really hope it doesn't stop. Well, thank you, you very much. Well, very much. Um, one way or the other, guy. One way or the other, you guys have become such a massive part of me in terms of podcasting, in terms of just online media in general. It's just a fantastic thing, and I just want to thank you for that, basically. Well, you're very, very welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to call up and say so. It's always good to get positive feedback. You're more than welcome, sir. And honestly, you know, without going into too much detail, um, leading, reading rather, what you've read in the Optimistic Depressive, um, I would, and I hope other people would say the same thing. It's, it's just nice to know that there are there are other people out there who. It's not necessarily that people are going for the same thing, but just knowing that. There's other people who are at least leading their lives, if you know what I mean. And that is 
there's a way out ultimately that, that we all know that there's there's something better out there ultimately I think that's what I'm trying to say it's I don't know if that makes any sense at all I, I think I know what you're saying you know it's it's just good to know that other people have shit to go through as well well if that do you, do you know what I mean it's I think so yeah it, yeah. It's not. It's not that we all uh, suffer from the same suffer. problems, but some people, some people. We, we all have problems. Yeah, it's um, it's it's bizarre. It's such a weird thing. Um, it's it's weird to say it's a positive thing to think that other people are suffering. It's not that at all. It's more that you're not alone. Yeah, if you're not. Alone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Could you turn your speakers down just a little bit, please? Because yes. we're getting. I'm, I can hear myself coming back through Skype. Um, Any better? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I know what you're saying. It's no one wishes this suffering on anybody else, but you know, I I think if anything, part of suffering from any condition is feeling that you're struggling with something that no one else is having to deal with. Like you've almost like it's a handicap and yet you can, you should realize that no, everybody's working with the same sort of weight around their neck, so to speak. And in that sense, it's sort of comforting that you aren't behind. You're exactly where you should be because everybody's at the same place. Am I making sense at all? No, you are. Um, and I tend to agree. Um, it's, I hate to keep using the phrase, but it's, it's a weird thing. It's, if, if I've learned anything, it's that not everyone is the same. And anyone who thinks that, anyone who thinks it is, is like, well, no, it, it doesn't work that way and it never has. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. As as Dr. Soren teaches, as normal is what everybody else is and you are not. And that applies to absolutely every aspect of life that you can possibly imagine. You, yeah. We see everybody else, they're all normal. I'm the, the one that's not. But the same rule applies to them. And it's difficult to remember that sometimes. Yeah. So you've, you've got to... It's, it's easy enough for me to say it now and it, it's much harder to do but you've just got to grab this thing and say I won't let it beat me and I won't let it ruin everything and you've got to just fight it and it, I, I, I'm so aware that this is just me talking right now and, and there are so many people to, who are at a point emotionally where that means nothing that is laughable oh I've just got to beat it have I okay I'll do that um but you've your only other choice is losing to it, and I'm damned if that's what's going to happen. So uh, I hope that just sharing this stuff and and talking about it helps me and helps other people as well. And it, it I've only had positive feedback from it. So again, thank you for that as well. Not a problem. Well, I won't take any more of your time up, Rich. But as again, I just want to say thank you for the last seven years, um, and. Good good luck with everything in the future, man. I hope that everything in Simply Syndicated Simply Syndicated goes well because I will uh, I will be listening. I promise. Thank you so, ever um, so much. You're very welcome. Yeah.
Yeah. I'll, um, I'll let you go, but thank you very much. Thank you again. I'll uh, speak to you again one day. Thank you, perhaps. Thank you, Rich. Thanks Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ah, the magic of the internet and Skype. You get a little emotional boost there. That feels good. Thank you, Christopher. Um, well, yeah, we're still here. We're still doing this. I have no intention of going anywhere else. I'm trained for nothing. You know, I do this or I, I become homeless and destitute. And that won't go down well around here. I certainly know I couldn't work for somebody else because they're an idiot. It is what we do this thing. I, podcasting, making websites for podcasts, broadcasting, whatever it is, whatever aspect of it, it is what I do. And I, I'm very pleased that I do something like that. Um, I'm not doing a job. I'm not waiting for the weekend. I'm not looking at a clock waiting for it to get to the end of the day because I don't really like what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. I'm doing it now. It's 10 to 1 on a Sunday, on a Saturday morning. So I'm doing this sort of midnight Friday night. And I'm, I'm not bothered that I'm like not going out or doing wild and crazy things because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, it, it's it's great to be able to do that. That is such a rare thing in this world, and it's it's so undervalued. Um, you know, I, it breaks my heart seeing other people go through life doing what they think is either the best thing for, for financial reasons or, or stuff like that. You know, it's... I, I suppose maybe people have different priorities in life. This has been quite a philosophical episode of whatever show this is, hasn't it? Um, I get like that from time to time. It's, it's a good state to be. Always question your existence and that sort of thing. I'd recommend reading philosophy, but we both know I haven't done that and have no intention of doing so. I'm reading a James Bond novel, so there is that, you know. Hey, at least I'm reading, you know? At least, at least I'm reading. That's, that's how I look at it. It doesn't matter what I read, really. Hey, here's someone I always like chatting with. Hello. I'm not entirely sure I exist, but hi, how's it going? <laughs> Good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> it's been a crazy day, but uh, doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I, I, I think from coming in just about 10 minutes ago that that's pretty much been the subject of the show tonight. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's been the subject of everything in my life for the last few months, but yeah, it's I'm doing good. I'm I'm, I'm doing I'm, all right. I'm glad to hear it. I was I was actually a little bit worried um cuz you you kind of dropped off the the world for a bit. And uh I was about to email you this afternoon when you posted that you were doing a show tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm back now. I did kind of just drop off the face of the earth and it wasn't a conscious decision. I just suddenly realized I'd gotten so bad I'd not really tried to interact with anyone or anything for a long while. You know. Um Well, you know, sometimes you need to just kind of re re retreat into your cave for a bit and uh Yeah. Spin a cocoon and it, all those kind of bullshit metaphors if you want. Yeah. It was that's pretty much what happened. But I'm I'm back now. I think I'm I'm I've had the busiest week that I've had in months uh, this last week, and it, it felt great. 
It Good. really did. Just get ticking stuff off lists and filling out forms and all that kind of thing. It's it's good. Yay. So yeah, yeah you know, it's it's funny what you were just talking about, uh, about, you know, people just kind of living for the weekend and stuff. I, I had something of an epiphany like that myself recently. All right. Um you know that that medieval reenactment stuff I used to do, I've talked about from time to time. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um well o- over the years I've kind of felt guilty for not doing it anymore right and i was trying to get back into it and i was trying to get back into the fighting and i'm just really not physically able to do it and i finally had to accept that uh a a few weeks back uh and i was feeling really bad and then oh no oh no skype fuck up Oh, it's me. Hello. 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 Are we there? Yeah. Sorry. My internet just lost its shit. (laughs) I have no idea what happened, but my computer dropped entirely offline and then came back on again. Ah, very weird. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, yeah, you're breaking up like crazy, though. Ah. Um, it will still be steadying itself out, I think, or something. Let me just quit a few things. Don't know what's just happened. Huh. I mean, I can I can hear you now. You just sound a little muffled, but that's okay. Okay. It will come back in, I think, as the bandwidth settles down. I think we just lost connection or the, it switched IP address or something weird. If you can hear me, it's working one way or another. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, oh, there we go. Now, now you sound clear. Cool. Right. So cool. You, the last thing was, I the last words I heard you say was, and then. <laughs> well, I, you know, I realized that when I was really active in the organization was when I really hated my life. And, uh, you know, had I known, had I realized that going to a counselor was a thing I should have done, I probably was clinically depressed and, and, you know, the, the, the group it, in all likelihood probably saved my life at the time, but I kind of dig what I'm doing now. And, you know, I love my job. I love my family. I love podcasting and I have no need to be somebody else on the weekends. Yeah, that's. And go ahead. And, and, you know, my, my job isn't exactly got me living high on the hog, but you know, the bills are paid and we've got a roof over our heads and, uh, you know, life is, it, it doesn't suck. Exactly. I, it took me a long time to realize that that's really what matters. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, I'm I'm only thirty six. Maybe some people live their entire lives <laughs> never figure that figure that one out. But you kind of just you know make as much money as possible, go as far as possible, do as much as possible, and that sort of thing. And I do have, I think of myself as quite an ambitious person, but. Um, You've got to, I don't know, it's it's important to realize the good things. And, yeah. uh, you know, I've had jobs I hate. I've had jobs I hated enough to just walk out of. And that's a oh. thing, as I'm sure we all have. Been uh, there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, and it's a great feeling as well. I recommend everybody walk out of at least one job in their life. 
at some point, just where you're at that point where you just think, do you know what? Fuck this. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. And just, just leave. Where are you going? I'm just going home. Why? I don't care anymore. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Yeah, I've I've never been very good at the at the the, the putting up with a job I I absolutely despised. Uh, the shortest job I ever had was one day. I got a job at a at a toy store, figuring that would be freaking awesome. And the, it, it was one of those. I don't know if you guys have like big toy stores like Toys R Us or anything like that. We have if Toys R Us. Okay, so it was a store like that. It was one. Of, it was Toys R Us, their their competitor who has long since sunk below the waves. Um, but I worked for them for one day and they put me on the customer service desk alone. I didn't know where anything was in the store. I didn't know any of the return policies or anything like that. And I worked one shift and I went home and I was like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not going back. I'm not even going to go in and collect the paycheck for this day. Wow. Yeah. That one beats. I think my shortest was three days. Well, I know there was a three day one at the plastic factory. Uh, that was, that wasn't fun. But I think I'm just trying to remember if there was a shorter one. I think I no, it was three days in the hotel I did as mm. well. Three days seems to be the shorter limit. I know I've never held down a job for longer than three months. I know that wow. that's my upper limit in my entire life. That is appalling, isn't it? But that's that is that is actually true. And that's either been me just getting so disgusted with the people that I work for or them getting fed up of me very quickly. <laughs> I'm I'm actually hitting a, every, every day I go to work now is a record for me because I'm I'm on seven years now at this gig, and that's the longest by three years so far. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, and you know I'm a little bit older than you, so you you've got you've got time. <laughs> that's true. Mind you, I think one of the good things about your job is. I mean, you're teaching, which Mm -hmm. is its own reward as it is anyway. But while you're technically being a teacher every year, the people that you're teaching change. Yeah, which is a good thing and and a bad thing sometimes. You know, it's great because if there's someone you really can't stand, they're gone in a few years. Yeah. But But then there's also... (laughs) Once you, you, you just get these people, you know, beaten into the right shape and, and they're doing great and then they fucking graduate. <laughs> Ungrateful wretches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it, it's different. Well, that's the wonderful thing about theater. It, you know, it's when you're doing theater and you've, you've done shows, right, Rich? You, you did some theater in your college days and, and school days, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that it's while when you're doing a show, it's monotonous. You're doing the same thing every night for every performance. Every show is different. So it's not like you're sitting there making the same widget for 10 years, you know, and then just going home and drinking yourself into oblivion. It's, it's always different. And the classes are always different and the challengers are always different. Uh, so yeah, I, I really, you know, and yes, uh, see Windsor, it is scary very frequently as I, I always get butterflies in my stomach before I go to, to face a class for the first time every semester. Uh, it, it, it's the same thing with podcasting every, uh, like a live show like this. Uh, I, I always, tonight for some reason I was just like not really paying attention and just logged in and started talking. Yeah. But a lot of times before I start a live show, Oh shit. With, uh, uh, 
super happy fun time. I would get nervous every time I hit that call button on Skype. I still need time to delay before I start. I can get emotionally fired up enough to come sit down and start the live feed. But then I need a good sort of 10, 15 minutes of just playing music. <laughs> That's really what that is. That's me sitting, looking at the screen, thinking, not yet, not yet, now. And yeah. then, then it goes. And even when I do the now, it never quite feels right. It, it never quite feels right. It's kind of like I'm doing a bungee jump, but I've asked the guy to push me. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I want to do this, and I'm not going to sue you if you push me. So you're going to have to push me. Um, quite like when Tristan did it. Um, <laughs> I won't make fun of him because at least he did it. You know, I wouldn't oh, have. I wouldn't have. No told. fucking way. No way. I will ever bungee jump. And he did it. He did it in uh, where was it? New Zealand. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere, New Zealand. They could have fucked that up, left him there, and no one had ever have known. It was like proper Lord of the Rings territory. You're not, wow. You're not finding an injured bungee jumper there? No. It's like, Tristan who? <laughs> Never saw him. Never saw him. Sorry. I, there's no, That's the crocodiles. Yeah, there's no health and safety there. There's not. <laughs> there's only health and safety if someone can see it go wrong. That's... That's the thing. Otherwise, you're in the middle of nowhere, dude. Good luck. Yeah. Oh, there's some terrifying videos out there on YouTube of of bungee jump fails that are just <laughs> no, thank you. I'll sit here in my chair and and be very safe. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Some people would argue I've taken just as serious a risk sat in my armchair uh, <laughs> over the years. Back in college, those were the days. Hey mate, try this. Okay. <laughs> Just like God, even I'm still I'm now at the point where even stuff I did in my twenties, I think back and think, my God, what were you doing? Oh mm-hmm. Yeah. Alison and I will often trade stories of the night I should have died. <laughs> that sort of thing. Still happens. <laughs> yeah, I should be So a- is is this uh, is this just a, a getting on and chatting show, or is there a, 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 a like a topic for it, or what, what's I you know I missed the beginning of what the show is. It's I haven't in any way decided anything about the show yet. I don't okay. have a name. I don't have I certainly don't have a topic or anything. I'm happy with just like a happy chill out sort of thing. I kind of view it as like. Um, I, I what I always liked about Super Happy Fun Time was it kind of felt like the podcast equivalent of all these people come to our if you imagine Simply Syndicated as a physical store and all these people come in every day and listen to stuff and have fun and that sort of thing. And Shaft is basically the equivalent of us going down into the store and just sitting down and letting anybody talk about whatever they want to us and that sort of thing. And I kind of like that we have a show like that. I I think we should have a show like that. And so that's kind of what I was doing. So this is, it's almost Shaft with even less guidance and control <laughs> and I can do it on my own. So it kind of doesn't matter if Alison's at work or not. Cool. <coughs> so that's, cool. and that's as much as I thought it through. And that has mainly happened, uh, as I say, just sort of ease me back into things, but also cause I couldn't come up with a good idea for a new version of shaft. 
Um, <laughs> there have been a lot of, you know, a- anything that we're sort of not making that we used to make regularly and people are asking, is it coming back? The answer is, as soon as I think of a good idea, probably. Apply that to every question. <laughs> well, can I pimp a new show that's going to be starting soon? Absolutely. Uh, I talked to Daniel yesterday, and we have set a, we have a date for next Wednesday night to record the very first episode of Max Q, the space uh, program update show that we will be doing. Oh, excellent! So this is actual space news. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do uh, monthly unless events warrant something more frequent uh a monthly update as to what's going on in the world of actual real space stuff i like that idea that's this is a good show so yeah, we're figuring probably you know in the half hour 45 minutes range you know nothing huge nothing heavy yeah uh but uh you know daniel's talking about uh trying to pull in some of his old buddies from, from his NASA days to maybe, you know, give interviews and stuff. So, you know, we'll see where it goes. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear that. You, Me either. <laughs> you're, you're quite busy with various things at the moment, aren't you? You've got quite a few fingers in a few pies. Yeah, I've, I've kind of just sort of like broken up the Starbase into its components. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it works for lots of things. Why the heck not? <laughs> well, you know, the biggest problem with the Starbase, and you know, eventually just became getting everybody in one place at one time, as you found with with movies you should see too. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we move on and get busier, it gets harder and harder to get everybody together. So, getting three or four people to sit down at once is tricky. Getting two people to sit down at once not so hard. Yes, I I know your pain. I'm I'm currently in the lookout for more technology based podcasters to come on. Take it or leave it, because mm. it's so difficult. And I, I figure the best way to do it is just increase the pool of people who can be available at four o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, I I think that's the only way around it. Because um, yeah, people life gets in the way, days change for things, and you you just get screwed it's so it's so hard um you know and it's it's just unavoidable eventually i think yeah um yeah i don't know i i think maybe as well if if i knew people who were sort of a bit older and a bit more sort of i don't, I don't know maybe if, if you get reached a point where life's in a bit more of a routine then you'd have a readily available time slot we know people who are just too interesting and too busy that's the problem <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that is true like, and we are not them <laughs> yeah i mean i know you, you try and organize uh, karen for example now i i see what karen's life is like on facebook and you just think wait you do you have a house because you're clearly never in it and yet yeah, <laughs> yeah i know you do have one because I've seen pictures of that, but when were you there? And that sort of thing. Just very busy people always doing stuff. And that, that is great. You know, that's how life should be lived, but it's not conducive to podcasting. No. People were just more sedentary like me. They'd just be so much more easy. Or or have a toddler that, you know, is basically a little anchor that says you will be home every night from five yeah. to eight. Then. When they go to bed, you're exhausted. Exactly. 
<laughs> she was homesick today. Oh, so. how is she? What's oh she she's fine. She uh, it could have been a lot worse. I don't know if you're familiar with a thing called the norovirus. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a really nasty bug that it tears you a new one for 12 hours uh, and then it goes away like it was never there. But during those 12 hours, you're going to wish someone put a bullet in your face. Um, and she came home. Well, I went to pick her up from school earlier this week and one of her teachers said that one of the her classmates was home with the high fever, the diarrhea, the throwing up. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. Not again. Yeah. Um, but we, it, it didn't really happen. But yesterday, she, uh, last night rather, she was like all of a sudden had a uh, 101 degree fever. I don't know what that translates to in Celsius, like, you know, 975 or something. Um, do you know what? Weirdly but, enough, when we do body temperature, we go with Fahrenheit. Oh, really? Yeah. That's bizarre. I know. <laughs> okay. I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, so she, yeah, she had a hundred, 101 degree fever, which for, uh, for a little one is just getting into the, gee, we need to notice this area. Yeah. One, anything below 102, 103 is like, okay, that's not, we don't have to go to the hospital or anything, but we need to pay attention. Uh, and I was like, oh fuck. Cause she was having abdominal cramps and stuff. And, you know, I don't, don't need to go into all the yucky details, but it was like, oh God. All right. So I, you know, put a trash can next to her bed and said, honey, if you feel like you're going to throw up, you know, and, but she was fine, but she didn't sleep very well last night. And then this morning she still had a fever. And, and so we kept her home. And the thing is, unless she is absolutely so sick that she can barely move, it doesn't slow her down. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm beat. <laughs> Been chasing her all day. Bless. <laughs> um, but she's fine. She's fine. Her her fever was gone. We gave her some some uh, ibuprofen this morning and it went away. Uh, she's still having some cramps and stuff, but I think she'll be fine by tomorrow. Yeah. Um, good. 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 I don't envy you this stuff at all. But it's uh it. it you know, I, I uh, she is the light of my life, and I, I I know that every parent says that. I just never understood it until now, and you, you all have heard me go on and on and on about how how much I adore my baby. So I'm not going to go into that anymore. But there are times when I really wish I was about twenty or thirty years younger doing this. Oh, I can understand that. <laughs> also, if it's any consolation, we do have some friends who do seriously regret having a child, and oh, I'm sorry. Uh, have said they wouldn't do it again. <laughs> like, I love him. I, I will, you know, but I don't want another, damn it. And <laughs> to, to be fair, he's sort of, the last time I saw that child, he was, gosh, I'm thinking a year and a half, maybe. Certainly not talking or really running around much, uh, but he must have been two thirds the size of his mother. Oh, wow. That was, that was just an enormous baby. Enormous baby, <laughs> and and his mum's just a dinky, tiny little person—the kind of woman where you think I am stunned that there is a mechanism for a child of any size to come out of you. Because I don't wow. understand how that would happen. But then the monster baby came out of her, <laughs> and he's uh, hard work. Bless him. It's difficult carrying someone around who's like your size, but it's yeah, no doubt. You know, I mean, Sharon's sitting about 30 pounds now, and I'm like, geez, no, I don't want to pick you up now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Gosh, we have lots of yeah. It's it's weird. There are starting to be more babies appear here. Yeah, and that's. Do you know what I feel bad about though? I've still not met Craig's son. Really? I've not. We've not been in con- in in physical contact with them for ages. Well, he he moved away, didn't he? he moved yeah, further away. That that's. Do you know what it is? It's just a question of when people get on with their lives and they move to slightly different places, and you know, it just becomes everything just becomes a task to achieve, and so mm-hmm. other tasks just get left by the wayside because you're just knackered and it's work tomorrow and the kids being yeah. up and all kinds of things. Well, um, Allison has that horrific work schedule too. Th- that's, that's our problem to be honest. That's, you know, that's what, that's the controlling factor on us as well. Uh, cause obviously this is no commitment. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've, I've, I've not met Rory yet, which is so odd. I've it, I feel like I know the kid cause I, I see a thousand and one pictures of him on, facebook every day but mm-hmm. he's absolutely adorable he is isn't he it's it's <laughs> i really want to know that he's craig's it's I, I'm be- <laughs> you know the cuter he gets the more i begin to doubt it it's like he's really half bevan <laughs> really gosh because i mean talk about kids that are already two sides the size of their parents <laughs> oh <laughs> Bless him, little wee Craig. He's not really tiny. He's just smaller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that to people. Sorry. I did, That's okay. Yeah, it's it's something we do. It is so much of a term. It's a, it's a, it's a method of expressing affection that I don't think always translates well. Um, I was I actually read an interesting article in Time of all places today that was Ricky Gervais dis- uh, doing an essay about the difference between British and American humor. And given sort of things we, you and I have talked about on various shows, but more so with Jason and how he doesn't like father Ted, it was quite interesting. Um, and one thing he pointed out that, you know, we just abuse each other as, as affectionately and that never translates that just, you know, it's uncomfortable. You know, I never really thought about it. You know, we do the same thing, but it doesn't seem to happen as much on our television. Yeah. People huh. on TV have to be nice. Uh, and that's why you guys don't like Father Ted or, or Alan Partridge, because they're unlikable. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I gave Father Ted six episodes and it just never... It was just like a bunch of idiots abusing each other, and and it didn't didn't. It's so odd to hear you say it. I I <laughs> find it just inconceivable that any human with a brain could find it unfunny. But there you are, and I can't I can't argue with you. It's so it's just your opinion, and that's it. And yeah. It, well, I was I was bummed that I I couldn't get into space. It was the same thing. It was just people being angry all the time at each other. Yeah. Just. Just nerds instead of uh, priests. <laughs> it's just what we do. It's just what yeah. we do. The the more I make fun of somebody, the the you know the more I actually care about them. It's- well, we we do the same thing. My my father, my well, my stepdad, who who just passed away. I always had to tell my friends if he's giving you shit, that means he likes you. Exactly. If he's ignoring you, then he doesn't like you. Yeah, that that is precisely how we work. I don't make fun of people I don't like. 
Yeah. I mean, granted, I've been outright abusive towards people I don't like, but I don't make fun <laughs> of them and tease them relentlessly. That's what Craig's for. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, part of me thinks, should I feel bad about that? And then I think, no, he gives as good as he gets every available opportunity. So it's just how we communicate. It's, every time we make fun of his glowing ginger burners, we're just really saying, we love you, Craig. Don't ever change. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, so <laughs> um so are you digging the invader? <laughs> I've I've still got to really get into it to be honest. I've 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 watched three episodes so far. You, it, you it's, further um, than me. <laughs> we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um you you know what was amazing this year uh, or this summer so far is I've seen two movies that I really didn't particularly care to see that really blew me away. Well, one blew me away and one was like, oh, wow, that wasn't half bad. Which movies are these? Um, have, have, have you seen the new Mad Max movie? I haven't, no. It's remarkably good. I, so I've heard. I, I had no desire to see it because I was, you know, I liked, uh, I guess, I guess you, you guys called it. Uh, over there it was Mad Max 2 over here it was the Road Warrior um the the, the really the only good one of the, of the original trilogy um i and you know beyond thunderdome was okay but it wasn't great so i really didn't see a need to revisit the mad max franchise uh but my wife wanted to see it and we had nothing better to do uh you know because it's the summer and i'm off and we we went and checked it out it's really a lot of fun i i will see it i i definitely intend to see it I just have my natural aversion to cinema. And so there is that. Yeah. Yeah. I need to wait for Blu-rays or Netflixes or something like that. Um, yeah. But Mad Max is definitely on the list. I kind of want to see Jurassic World as well. That was the other one I was going to say. Uh, we saw it last week. And again, it was one that I was like, well, you want to go see it? Yeah. Well, all right. And while it doesn't hold a candle to Jurassic Park. Uh, it's still, it's a lot of fun as long as you just sort of, you know, go in, turn off your brain and have a good time. I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't recall another movie phenomenon since uh, Jurassic Park that was anywhere near as big. And I don't really remember if anything before then either. And it's easy to forget how huge that film was for a summer. Um yeah. I, I just rem I've never before or since seen cues out of the, the cinema sort of for hours in advance. Like, do you want to see Jurassic Park this afternoon? Yeah. Well, let's go and queue up now then, because otherwise we're not going to do it. And it was like that for a couple of months. And I, I remember us as a family went to see it four or five times. Wow. And it was, there's never been, actually, there's kind of the full Monty, but that's a different thing. Um, so, yeah, Jurassic Park was huge. And I, I would be surprised if Jurassic World matched up to it, but I'm, I'd like to see it. Yeah, it, it does. You know, there's a lot of nods to the original. There's supposedly some nods to the others. Too. Also, I barely remember those two, the other two, because they were so bad. Um, but uh, you know, it's fun. It's it's stupid. There are there are points where you just kind of have to shake your head and keep going. <laughs> but it's nowhere near as badly done as as either of the two se other sequels. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's the other thing they've got in their advantage that, yeah, two and three were awful. Yeah. Awful yeah. films. Um, I'm, do you know what? When, when I, if I part with any cash directly to see it, the reason I'll be doing that is because I want to see dinosaurs chasing people and Chris Pratt probably being a bit funny at times and then at other times being action Chris Pratt and chasing dinosaurs and the like. And I get the feeling that that is precisely what I'm going to get. Yeah, I, I would recommend catching this one on the big screen. Uh, it, it's worth it. That might be what I need to convince Allison that we need a larger television. <laughs> I think that's that's the way to do it. Um, Rick says we need to see this on the big screen, dear so this this isn't gonna cut it. Hi, Wally. She's not here. Oh, oh. she's not here. Oh, you're not it's cool. No, that was that was a, a, a pretend talking to Alison. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know though. I might go to the cinema and see it. Um, I I think if if you're going to see it, it's. It, that's one of the appeals of it is just it's big. It's a big movie. It's big dinosaurs. It's big effects. And it's worth seeing on the big screen. Right. I might give it a go. We'll see how Alison feels about it. If not, I can go on my own during the day, which is yeah. blissful. You know, it's almost, <laughs> do you know, when I saw Avengers two, there was like me and three other guys in there. It, it was amazing. Everyone sat quietly and watched the film and it was, it was brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. I just we, we saw we saw Jurassic Park or Jurassic World at ten thirty on a Tuesday morning. That's the time. That's yeah. the time. <laughs> I I need to go and get it in actually because summer holidays might start soon, and you just that's the end of cinema until school starts again. So yeah. I I will have to yeah might get that in. Is there anything else big this summer, or are we waiting for sort of end of the? Think- oh, there's Ant Man, isn't there? Um, yeah. that is cool. I'm excited. I've seen good, I've seen positive first reviews. You know, it really. I yeah. I I don't really have an opinion about the movie. I just think the concept of Ant Man is so stupid. <laughs> it's so I know I get it, and I think they make fun of it appropriately in the movie because they they do oh, in the okay. trailers. Um, have you seen any of the trailers? Uh, no, I actually, I recommend a trailer, go, go on on, online. There'll be one on where you usually find trailers and it's, it's, it's worth the watch. You'll, you'll get it. I think because they clearly make fun of it in that with the, what I'm, I'm Ant-Man. What is, what is that? (laughs) You know, but it's, it's, it's a staple of the Marvel universe. He's a founding Avenger, you know? I, I'm told that, and you know, <clears throat> granted, I don't read comics, and I, I never have, but I know for, for not reading comics, I know a lot about the heroes because all of my friends read comics, and my wife reads comics, uh, and yet I, I I had heard of Ant Man, uh, and I know that one incarnation of him was Hank Pym, but only because they were talking about him in relation to he was the one that really created Ultron in the comics. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I know nothing about Ant-Man. Um, yeah, there have been various incarnations of him. Hank Pym is like a scientist guy. And as I understand it, because I've not read it either, I think he kind of is Ant-Man for a bit and then lets somebody else do the Ant-Man thing while he does the science thing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the impression I get. 
And Ant-Man's thing is that he's got, he, Hank Pym develops the suit that can shrink the space between atoms or whatever and make him tiny. And he eventually makes it so he can go the other way and make him enormous, which is apparently going to happen in the, the next Captain America movie. Ah, okay. So there's all kinds of stuff. It's apparently also the first time that you'll hear Spider-Man mentioned in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they're making a big deal about that. Yeah, and there is apparently, and I know no further details, but at the uh, preview screenings, when the mid-credit sequence came on, people lost their shit. Apparently, oh, okay. that, that was the thing, but no one has said what it was yet. So we don't know. Or at least I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Well, they're going to keep that on a on a real short leash until it opens. Yeah. Um, although I'm now searching for it. And I think <laughs> I found it. Because as if no one's going to talk. As if. <laughs> yeah, I found, I found it. But so I, I I actually won't read that yet. Um, so it's I'm gonna I will see that as well, but not at the cinema yeah. with the children. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't remember the last time I went to the movies at like normal times, you know, in the evening when other people are going to be there. Uh, I you know I'll always just kind of take a day off and sneak out to a matinee on the during the week. Do you know what the problem is? Is that we've perpetuated this idea that going to the cinema is a social thing to do. And so never has been for me. It's not, <laughs> is it? It's going it's the absolute opposite. You go and sit quietly in a dark room. That's mm-hmm. it's one of the least social things you could do. But because people try and do it, hey guys, let's all go out and see a movie. No, you don't want to see a movie. You guys want to go out and chat to each other. Don't do that at the cinema where people are going to see a movie. <laughs> And yet, I, I, I'm one of those guys that you, know, you hear people complain, oh, I don't want to go see this movie by myself. I'm like, I love going to the movies by myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, even in when, when I was sort of dating girls in my younger years, just I never, I went to films with girls, but never as a first date. Why would yeah. you do that? Let's, now, now you're on a date with me. Let's go somewhere and not talk. <laughs> Let's let's absolutely not get to know each other better at all. Maybe I had relationships that lasted longer because of that. I don't know. But there you go. Well, one last thing before I run along and, and stop monopolizing your show again. Um, huge news over here today. Did you hear about the Supreme Court decision? I certainly did, yes. It's, it's fantastic news. Yeah, uh, folks. If you're if you're not familiar, if you don't, you know, you're going to put this out as a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So depending on what date you're listening to this, uh, today our Supreme Court ruled that uh, the state it is unconstitutional, meaning illegal in the United States, to not allow same-sex marriage. So all of the quibbling from the various states over whether or not it's legal, uh, it's over. It is legal across the entire United States. End of story. And I couldn't be happier. It's it's absolutely fantastic. It really is. Um, some people seem very upset about it. Um, yeah. The best article I read was on The Onion, uh, <laughs> who, who did a, an article about the four Supreme Court justices who voted against it, realizing that they will later be the bad guys in an Oscar-winning movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you realize well, that's probably going to happen. 
that's mm-hmm. that is a 10 years of slave style oscar winning movie <laughs> so yeah yeah they're going to be the bad guys i i have to admit i you know, the, the three of them were absolutely no surprise uh but the fact that our chief justice uh john roberts was one of them shocked me he's usually pretty reasonable um even though he's you know conservative as hell but the you know the scalia and thomas are you know they might as well get married uh because they're they're you know they've got each other's hands so far and never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know they they speak with one voice and that voice is annoying every time it opens its mouth yeah uh, but uh you know just uh, the sanity has prevailed for once in this country uh and you know we actually have something to be glad about when we look in the news for a change it's it, it is a good thing it's been because it's been a shaky week leading up to this uh, yeah well you know mark uh, el diablito uh has been really champing at the bit for the for the decision to come through and he was talking about this weekend is is a pride weekend in san francisco and he was like we want, we really want this decision to come out before the party and i i i didn't say this but i was like dude what if it doesn't go the way you want <laughs> yeah uh, but, but all is well so tomorrow my t- is so early saturday morning so saturday the 27th of june is pride day in san francisco i'll be able to hear the party from here i'm sure god damn <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just contemplating the this wow it just I can see this being quite a busy well attended event you um, think yeah <laughs> with with much merriment and enjoyment had by all dear god it's going to be a huge thing isn't it yeah i think i think San Francisco might just sink a few inches from all the the dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's, that's going to be quite a thing because we'd always imagined what it was. I mean, Greg's uh, uh, been a couple of years, he said to the pride event in Vegas, which Alison and I always thought that's, I bet that's a hell of an event. You know, I bet if you want to go and have a party, then pride weekend in Vegas is probably a place where you will find a party but i would imagine so yeah but this weekend in san francisco damn that's gonna be huge (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow i might look out for some periscope video or whatever (laughs) just to look and yeah it might be too much i I don't know when when how far is too far i'd I don't, I don't think there will be a too far this weekend. That's what I'm saying. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. I was also thinking, God, I hope that there isn't an unexpected natural disaster in North America for the next oh, three to four months after this. Cause you, oh, yeah. yeah. See what you made God angry. <laughs> You, God, caused that earthquake in California because of we allowed equal marriage, you see. So we need, there need to be nothing like that for the next few months. And uh, (coughs) not that you've got one planned or anything. I understand how these go. You know, they're kind of unexpected and unstoppable, but 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope no earthquakes in California for the next few months, especially. Well, there was that one uh, that one preacher who said he would set himself on fire if uh, if yeah. gay marriage was approved. Yeah, is he we're, streaming we're it live on the internet or? A lot of people have offered to get marshmallows and and uh, you know buy the gas for them and stuff. That was my but, response: was you you're gonna <laughs> just burn yourself in? So uh, okay, fine, <laughs> just let's do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if that's if that's what you feel you should do, I I think that would benefit everyone. Actually, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We'll we'll see if it happens. Um, I I feel horrible in saying, but I re- let him do it. Just just let him do it. What? Yeah, he's he's not gonna do it. I know he's not gonna do <laughs> it. This isn't some some young hothead with with ideals. This is a rich old white guy running his mouth. Yeah, he's not gonna <laughs> do it. No. It's they just need to be aware that I I'm not happy sharing a planet with them in the first place. So when they offer to stop that, I'm okay with that. Um it's not much of a, a threat. Not that you could threaten me about equal marriage in America anyway. Yeah. That is the thing. It's like, I'm pleased for you guys, but. Well, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're just catching up. <laughs> hey, no, it's still quite, it's a very progressive thing. And I'm really interested to see how this affects a lot more of the aggressively backwards places. I think there, I think there are, we, we break down into the categories of you've got more progressive places where equal marriage is, is, okayed and officially on the books then i think you've got places that don't necessarily seem to be against it as such they just haven't gotten around to it it seems like it's maybe not just being pushed as much there um and then you've got places that are vehemently against it you've got your your russias and your ugandas and all that sort of thing um so i'm interested to see, i think it i think you guys doing it will encourage a lot more people I'd like to see that. Um, you know, there's already people here in this country who are, you know, I will fight this to my dying breath, politician assholes and governors and stuff. But, but yeah, and good luck with that. They they will yeah. they will kick and scream for a little bit and then they'll find something else to be disgusted with. It won't be the last thing. No. At no. all. Um so I don't know what the next thing's gonna be. We'll see. Uh, yeah. But, well, you know, trans issues are 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 becoming quite noticed. So that may be the next uh, the next hot button or uh, smoke screen that they can use to deflect people from what they're really doing. Yeah, that's true. That might be the next thing. Actually, I could see that happening. But I, I don't know. I feel like we're on a lot of momentum from this. Just generally, civilized culture seems to be on a lot of momentum. Um, we're all moving in the same directions one way or another. Um, it's only well, a some people thing. like to, some people like to think that, you know, some of the more horrible things that are going on are, you know, that final push of the dying breed of the bigot. Uh, I, you know, I hope that's true. I hope we don't see worse things than what occurred, you know, two weeks ago in, in South Carolina. Uh, well, it it is the end because ultimately it's not something that will achieve anything. What that yeah. kid did in in Carolina hasn't convinced anybody of anything, other than if you go and shoot people, you'll get arrested and or killed. Yeah. Um, probably both. Probably both. Yeah, and I I don't think anyone saw that kid do that and thought, you know what, he's right. 
and they're going to go on and, and take up some kind of fight. And even if it were to absurdly go that far, it would never be a fight that could be won. And, no. and so, you know, it really is just the last few nutters who are just broken people. Just, you know, we, we're living through the transition. So we see this stuff happen. And I think, you know, it's, it happened every other big transition. We're just seeing this one. Yeah. It, well, this is a, a one of the rare times that I can say that I'm proud to be an American today. Well, that's 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 good. Yeah, that's not something I get to say very often anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel I don't I I actually feel, and I know I've been hard on America over the years. To be fair, but I I I feel you should. I feel you've got more reason than you feel you have to be proud. You know, I think we used to, and I think we can get back there. Uh, but right now, the wrong people are in charge, and the right people aren't stepping up. So we kind of have to deal with these assholes who are, you know, are just assholes. <laughs> the, the, you know, the our government. Yeah. yeah, hey, it's, our the, government it's, sucks. it's the yeah. same thing here. We're, we're all doing a, on. We're all at about the same place. And I, I don't know. I feel we all feel we could be doing better, and we disagree. Some of us disagree seriously on how better we could be doing and in what way. But I don't know. You, you guys are not. You have problems, but so does everybody. Yeah. You know. Granted, in some cases, you have a very unique set of problems. But <laughs> you know, once again, it's just it's just some problems. You know, in general, I would imagine Americans are happy, healthy, safe feeling people who just want to get on with their lives and be happy one way or another. And that can't be a bad thing, can it? Really? No, no, no. I think you're right for the for the most part. When, once you get below a certain level of, of power and influence, we're all just kind of plugging along. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. As I've learned, there's a great difference between how we view a nation and how we view its individual people. And, exactly. You know, the the brand America might have some problems, but in terms of the actual American people that I know, you guys are great. So there's no problem. That's I'll buy that. You see what I mean? Yep. God knows I'll, how I'll, people I'll see it. us around the world. I don't think it's always positive. So uh <laughs> You know, um, if I know there are plenty of places I would not be welcome, to be perfectly honest with you. And uh, so, you know, nobody's perfect. No, nobody's perfect. Heck, they chase (laughs) they chase Top Gear out of Argentina. I mean, just like I know it was Top Gear and a bit silly, but they really were chased out of a country. That's that's a country that fucking hates us so much, so much. It's just un- you can't believe it. And I would not set foot there because they don't want me to. Not one little bit. They fucking hate mm. us so much. Because <sighs> the whole Falkland thing. Oh yeah, and that's ongoing. Ah, oh, okay. That's that is still ongoing, and it has flared up recently. 
Like not actual ah. shots fired conflict, but there is always a knock on the prime minister's door. Uh, can we have those islands back? No, you still can't have the islands back. We'll go to war. Oh, will you really? Well, you go and do that. And when that starts, we'll let you know what we're going to do. Bye bye. And that happens sort of every seven or eight years. Um, always there as you know. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. We'll have a war. Have you seen the new Eurofighter Typhoon? It's lovely. Have you? You don't. You don't have any. Oh, really? Oh, well. So it's just yeah. <laughs> I don't condone war, but when you're being started on by somebody that has so not a chance, it's kind of amusing. I, yeah. I don't know. Did, did you hear uh, <coughs> Donald Trump's latest dust up with Mexico? Oh, yes. Didn't he? Uh, what was it? They're bringing their problems up here and raping our women and bringing yeah, gay he, and AIDS. He essentially indicated that just, all all Mexican immigrants are criminals and rapists. And so the Mexican government told him to fuck off. And then Univision, which is the largest uh, Spanish-speaking television network in the world, uh, said, well, fine, we're not showing the Miss Universe con uh, contest anymore. And I guess they just recently signed a five-year contract with them to do, that, to do just that, to show it. And so he... You know, in typical Trump fashion, is throwing a hissy fit about it. Yeah. But the best, you know, and he's going to sue them, which, granted, if they're breaking a contract, okay, that's business. Um, but he actually said to them, when I'm president, because, you know, he's, he's running for president. <laughs> yeah. When I'm president, you'll see all of these trade agreements are going to change. <laughs> like, okay, Mr. Trump, you are a snowball. The presidency is a blast furnace. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bless him it must be a funny world that he lives in it's not the one you and i inhabit no i don't think anyone lives in that world no it's just a weird <laughs> crazy world and i don't think it's even to do with his money i mean you know there are people who have money who are perfectly sane human beings and he just isn't one of them no bless him no, he's he's a nutter who managed to uh who would I like to replace Obama? Uh, in the in the chat room, see Windsor. Uh, oh, geez, I the the person I would like to run for president isn't interested in it. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. I don't know if you all have heard of her over there, but she is uh, she's a, a Spitfire senator who is all about ending the corruption in government and watching out for the middle classes and and uh, you know pretty much everything that is right and good in the world, which means she has no allies. Right. Uh, I've heard the name, but I, d I don't know anything about her. Uh, according to Google, it's going to be uh, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, probably. Uh, you know, depending on, on who the, the GOP put up, I'll probably end up voting for her. I don't particularly like her all that much. Uh, not as much as I used to. She's pretty much shown that she's as much a politician as any of them, which I suppose you kind of need to be to get that far. But uh is it uh, no? Is it a twenty? It's a twenty sixteen election, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, next year. Um, I'm just looking at Bing predicts because they're usually spot on. Have you ever heard it's, of Bing predicts? No. Microsoft Bing, the search engine, have a prediction. Mm -hmm. Google have the same thing, which is why they've called it for Hillary Clinton today, where they reckon, you know, by looking at 
data on the internet and searches and all kinds of things that we aren't going to understand, they can basically predict the future. And they hmm. do these little publicity stunts every so often where they do it and are pretty much spot on. Um, and so I'm just looking up now to see if they've got anything uh, for the 2016 election yet. They had a sort of 90% accuracy at the last Oscars. Um, they do premiership football matches right all the time. It, it would be interesting if they have a prediction because there are so many... Uh, Republican candidates right now. Uh, you know, we we tend to refer to them as the uh, Republican clown car. Uh, you know, until we know who's going to be their candidate, it's probably going to be hard for them to to make a prediction. I think Jeb Bush, frightening as it is, probably has a good shot at it. Terrifying. Um, yeah. Um, you know, and the man. You know, he was our governor here for a while, and he's he. I, I don't think he was as bad as the asshole we've got now. But uh, I also was not in the state for most of his tenure, uh, so I can't really say too much about him. Right. But, but you know, he's already trying to rewrite his brother's history, so uh, there's no way in hell I'd vote for another Bush. Yeah, God, no. Well, Bing Predicts don't have anything out yet. Their last predictions were for Eurovision 2015. Ah. Uh, so. Were they right? I have no idea. <laughs> that that would involve me knowing who won. Uh, it was obviously not a woman with a beard, so we didn't hear about it. Exactly. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know who won. It wasn't us. I we probably did comically poorly, as we usually do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a political thing. Every country votes for the country next door and uh, their friends. And so and nobody votes for us because no one's next door and no one's our friend. <laughs> they're, they're not allowed to vote for themselves? No, and you can't vote for yourself. So Ah, okay. That that was it. Uh, but at least we had Nigella Lawson read our results this year. That was the thing. So everybody was happy about that. Is she... Uh, I, I don't know who she is. Nigella, the cooking woman. She's on TV all the time oh, cooking okay. things. She's well fit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I think I did look her up because Scott Redman was was. Uh, I believe he is drooling it, about I, her. I believe he's quite the fan. Yes. Yes. And and I looked her up and agreed with him. And that's right. Yeah. Although she's bizarrely old, you know. It's it's weird. She's far older than you think she is. All right. Now I've got to look her up. Yeah, I'm looking her up too. I, is it two L's? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, Angela she, Lawson? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. She could be like Katy Perry's sister. But she's 55 years old. Works for me. <laughs> I like older women. I know. Works for me. She actually could be my mom. She really could be. And yeah, there you go. I don't she's, know. She's 55? Yeah. Damn. Do you know what the trouble with her is? Is that her father is a really revered right-wing politician uh, who uh, was uh, just a very solid memory I have of my childhood is him being on television with my father just abusing the screen constantly. Just horrible, horrible person. 
part of uh, the Thatcher government, uh, responsible oh. for doing all kinds of horrible things, and you look like a toad. Um, it's bizarre that she is related to him in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Massive toad. Takes after her mum. <laughs> possibly, uh, possibly, but yeah, her dad looked like a bad guy from a child's cartoon. <laughs> That's Nigel, and he's called Nigel. So it's almost the same. It's icky, you see. Oh, it's, that's creepy. It's it is. It's creepy. So in real life, I could never really go through with it. Plus, Alison would go mental. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've said it time and time again. I could confess, and she wouldn't believe me. <laughs> what were you doing? I was having an affair with Nigella Lawson. Yeah. What were you really doing? I told you. Yeah. You can see the conversation. She'd never <laughs> believe me. No, look, here's a picture. We did. Yeah, no, you've done that on Photoshop as if that happened. <laughs> as if that happened. I wasn't born yesterday. She'd never believe me. I'd get away with it so much. <sighs> <laughs> well, on that note, on that I note I yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm to stop making a podcast now. I think that's the best way. We'll leave it at that. Um,. Actually, well, I'll be in touch with you soon. We 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 probably should talk some some show details. Absolutely, uh, yes. And uh, so, thanks for chatting. No problem. I, I'm really aching for a live show. Uh, I almost a couple of weeks ago, I was like driving home on a Friday, and I was like, I wonder if anyone would just like if I just put on the live feed if we just did something. <laughs> and then, of course, I got home and life got in the way, but. Uh, so I'm glad you're doing this. Yeah, I'm going to keep it up. And I, I realized I would have had a bigger audience tonight if I had released the show I recorded last week. So hopefully by next week, I'll have, record, I'll have released two and people will know that I'm doing this. So it's... Cool. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So thank you for <laughs> calling anyway. It's always a pleasure thank to chat to you. My pleasure. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, people. That's going to be my show for today. That was fun, wasn't it? Having people call in and chat. I love doing this stuff. That's perked me up no end. So, come and listen live. You can call me. We'll chat about whatever you want. Honestly, it's cool. We'll chat about anything you like. Friday nights at midnight UK time, so you can do the maths as to where you are at the time. And at simplysyndicated.com slash radio. I want to change that. Never mind. It's simplysyndicated.com slash radio. Go and listen to my other stuff on my SoundCloud page. That's all there. Check out my blog at techsupportrich.com. Check out everything. There's links all over the place. You're clever. You can find it. Okay. I'm going to go now. And until next week, I'll uh, say goodbye. Bye-bye.